And now we're joined by Michael O'Connor from Cushin. Michael is Vice Chairman of the Clare County Board of GA and he's also a Development Officer in the in UI, in UIG Galway, um, in the GA there in Galway. Uh, Michael, you're welcome to Scarlet Bay Community Radio. Thank you very much for inviting me, yes. Uh, Michael, uh, a, a great GA man and um, uh, Cushin man died recently, Tom McNamara. And uh, the hidden here on the paper is Tom McNamara gave a lifetime of service to his beloved club. For clear GA, there was only one Tom Mac. And um, I think the other one then is, says uh, Tom Mac's Sunday miscellanies and so much more. The digitally Tom Mac passed away on Monday in Caracalla Nursing Home. The father and grandfather, figure of Christine Hurling, and was a larger than life character, right, Stormer and Hertig. We had the privilege of meeting him on numerous occasions. And there's a lovely photograph there with her. Uh, with him with the the, the county championship trophy with Carl Dillon. Uh, you, you would always be about uh, uh, Tom and you know Tom as plus Michael and you might t- tell our listeners and ourselves all about uh, Tom. Yeah, I knew Tom quite well. He used to call his house quite for, for many years. A number of us, I suppose, a few lads a bit older than myself, but he was one of these people you called to the house. He was a single man. He lived in Crescini's. He had brothers and sisters, but they all moved away and passed away. He He's the... Tom was the second last. Cathy, his younger sister, is the last remaining member of the family. He would have nephews and nieces in Dublin and elsewhere. I think maybe, I'm not sure, is there some in England, but he basically was the last of the McNamara's in Crescene. Um, Sort of a famous family. There were strong characters, big physical men. His brother, Donald, was unusual that he won. He was in the 44 and 45 Harty Cup winning teams with a number of scarf men involved. I think J- John Bug, J.J. Bugler and people yeah. like that and John yeah. Hanley. Yeah. A lot of famous player hurling figures that became players of the county. But he, Dawn was with them in 44 and 45. He went away to England, came home and retired and passed away a number of years ago as well. But Tom lived all his life in Crescene. He was a builder by trade. Um, as a lot of people said, you wanted to make sure if there was a match on a Sunday, there wasn't much work done on the Monday. Wherever there was a house to be done or a wall to be built, Tom spent the whole day talking about the game. And, and, uh, yeah. and uh, laughing after what Tom's stories were, it wasn't necessarily the story, it was how he told he the told story. Because yeah, yeah. sometimes stories can be brilliant, but yeah. if, if the right person isn't telling them, they're not funny. They're not funny, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Like, famous one, I suppose, repeat many, many years ago. Um, I think I said in an article that they were picking a Clare team. Thomas Slechter in 67 and 68 with Clare. They were in the Munster final against Tip in 67. His great friend Pat Fahan who passed away and his Pat's daughter, he did as a great singer with uh, Kilfenora and mm-hmm. she um, she sung at the funeral mass uh, three weeks ago. But at they were picking a team. I think, I'm not sure it was with the 67 Munster final or won the three games in 68 with Kilkenny in the league semi-final. But the county chairman at the time, John Hanley, for some reason, maybe just through his head, set in on the selection of the team and uh, uh, they picked the team. John was busy, arrived late. They picked the team without John. So John asked, in, um, can I see the team? So he looked at the team. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm happy with 14 of them, but I'm not happy with the 15th. And Tom says, like this now, chairman, our Lord only to pick 12 <laughs> and he made a mistake with one. <laughs> and I said the chairman didn't get his way with the 15th men is the end of the story but he, he was just a guy that a person that lived his life in Christine 
material gain wasn't for him. him yeah, yeah, he worked yeah. all his life. He, he wasn't in. He didn't do things for money. He did it mm. as much just to work very hard. He had great growth for people from Broadford. Yeah. Um, How was that? I don't know. But he. Did you never yeah, asked him, no? Huh? He, he told me why, but I, I'm not. I can't say on the radio. My friends in Broadford. But, um, go on, go on, go on. No, I won't. But anyway, he enjoyed working down there. He, he, his, his life, like all of us, was based on the times when he was in his prime. Am, yeah, yeah. He could quote stuff that happened in the 60s, 70s, and the early 80s better than he could quote what happened last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. He, his battles were with Ginster Castle, Aerog, Newmarket, and Fergus. They were all aiming for uh, supremacy in the 60s it's and 70s just, yeah, when yeah. he was in his prime. Yeah. And like, there was an awful lot of historic battles. There was games with Clark Castle where the one game got sort of tough anyway. I think the Christina has decided to visit him down to the the, flo- the roof of the dressing room in Cusick Park. <laughs> and uh, they were thrown out of the championship and Christine refused to play anymore in Clark Castle. And I think it was Crave Rua got into a county final. Yeah, yeah. But there was a lot of that stuff. But he enjoyed but like... Uh, at his funeral, it was great to see so many people from your market and Tarkasson oh, yeah. all come out. Yeah. At the end of the day, it was just about the game. It wasn't yeah. about anything else. No, no. It and he, he, it, no. One of his biggest attributes, he was a great boardroom was, orator. Yeah. Was, yeah. He, could take a, he could take charge of a, yeah. a discussion. Yeah. And it wouldn't matter if he was right or wrong. <laughs> he still got his way, the, the which is probably a great sign of a, a debater. It was a great one. Uh, told, of course, back years about, uh, about peeing across the, 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 across the circus. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I think <coughs> I, I'm not sure. Was it? I, I think John Handy could have been the chairman. No, I, I think it was, it was, was it Ken, Ken Hamilton. Possibly so. It, it just yeah. um, there was a meeting. They were talking about putting a bridge yeah, yeah. across from basically James O'Keefe's side, across that people thing. could come from that side of town instead of walking away around town. So they were discussing it for a while, and Tom started up and he said, um, "What's wrong with walking?" Nothing wrong with walking, he said. We said, we want to maybe make it more inclusive, bring the that side of town into the game. He said, it's like this now, he said, uh, Mr. Chairman, he said, um, I could piss halfway across that bridge. <laughs> and the chairman said, Mr. McNamara, you're out of order. You're right, if I was in order, I'd piss the whole way across it. <laughs> no, it's fair to say the bridge hasn't been built yet, but maybe yeah, with all the money we have now at the moment, maybe it might be built yeah, yeah, yeah. as part of the next development The customer, yeah, 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 yeah. Ah, yeah, so those, uh, those great, um, great stories about Tom. And uh, so I suppose Tom was, uh, like back in the 60s, a lot of the clubs were dependent on maybe one or two people to keep him going. And, all that, and Tom probably kept it going when, 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 <coughs> when, uh, you know, when, when he was a child, um, they won a junior in 41. I think they might have had 10 back to throw off it. There might have been a few old, you know, yeah. you understand yourself. <laughs> um, but uh, they, anyway, they progressed. They won, I think, another ju- a juvenile in 44, something like that. And would he been ordered in? So the club went into decline in the fifties with immigration, with not a lot of young people around, and maybe just apathy. There wasn't people prepared to do the work. Then around fifty six, fifty seven, a group of young men. Now Tom would have been older than that group. Then he became. He was playing, but then there was likes of Sean Baker, uh, Ollie's dad, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Michael McGrath, late Michael, uh, Bernie Donlan. Pat O'Donnell, the mm. fair sponsor. Yeah, yeah. There were so many more people of, that there were 17 or 18. Pat Fahan, the late yeah, great yeah. Pat Fahan, yeah, he, was, yeah. he was doing his leaving circumstances. He just won a hearty cup in All Ireland with Fennels. So Tom 
the club sort of got a rebirth with seven or eight young lads came through. They, they, they did something that's never. I'll, I'll, I'll probably be told I'm wrong now, but you wise old gentleman that they won the junior B in '58. They yeah. beat Cluna. Yeah. It was a, a small club up in it was up in uh, up near in yeah, yeah. there. Then in '59, they beat Tull in the junior A. Uh, like Sir John Quinn, who was a 16 year old, that mm-hmm. father lads was playing. And in 60, the bet. The bet the Mills. The bet the Mills in 60. And mm. in, in, they did. In the intermediate go, final. Yeah. So they went from junior B, junior H, intermediate to senior in the space of three seasons. They did, yeah, yeah. And he said one of his biggest regrets afterwards was they lost a county quarter final to Rouen in 62. He maintained if they'd won that. Yeah. They were just so perfectly aged, yes, and yeah. the young lads were still were now twenty one, twenty two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He felt they would have won a championship. No, they did make the they won a Clare Cup in sixty five. That was their first ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. that that was in that was played in sixty six. Michael Maroney played in that at the age of fifteen and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If the, in goal, I think he perhaps played in goal. If that happened now, there'd be no cry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, a young lad played so senior. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, again, that was another interesting game with their all the their champion time recorded where he said the the Christine, Supporters ming- mingled freely with their old players and referee during the game. <laughs> so they won. They made a county final in seventy. That's the replay to yeah. Clare Castle and, and won the Clare Cup. That they won, they won the Clare Cup in seventy as well, didn't they? They, they, they made in seventy one. Yeah, and then they made a county final again in seventy four and lost narrowly by a point to to Tulla. At that stage, then Tom stayed on for another three or four years. He we then had a few players with Tom. I, Mike Goff played was in 74 Martin McKeown played was in 74 mm. I actually think the, the late Jackie O'Gorman played yeah. senior hurling with Christine yeah Cat Lumber uh, might have been they were junior yeah. Yeah, and yeah. we were sort of while we were strong we mm. were the weakest of the strong sides yeah, yeah. so I think the immigration hit in and yeah, yeah. So we went begging for players yeah, yeah. instead of bringing them in uh, under the counter we brought them in above yeah. the counter um, <laughs> there was a another 21 there were another 21 um, uh, back and they played the market in the uh, in a final. There was, there was eight cent off. <laughs> yes, sometimes you can never believe the papers. Yeah. Uh, we played the market above in Rouen, and there was four from each side was cent off. Cent off yeah, I yeah. think the rain got to people's eyes. Yeah, yeah. Which, um, it was a tough game. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Um, like everything else, it was dealt with at the time. And it was the we, we, it was our, it's our first, our only 21A we've won today. Yeah, yeah. I, I was reading recently in, in RIP for Tom, and there was a, a daughter of... Um, Finn Bergentley's, um, she she sitting in the court and you know she and she said the way her dad and herself first meet Tom and did a uh, great crack about matches, and uh, she said that um, her, her her dad had uh, had a few medals, but he said that the best one he had was an, an illegal one, one with Christine. I couldn't <laughs> tell you. I wouldn't know anything about that. No. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Like, well, I just, Possibly something like that could have happened. I'm just courting. I just courting from Finn Brothers. Finn Finn Brothers. He was a great friend of Christine. He yeah. he helped us out in the '69-21 uh, final. Yeah, yeah, he was, yeah. he was yeah. a good man. But he, we maintained he was perfectly legal because his grandparents came from Christine. We, we were we were ahead of our time instead of Jackie Charlton. We were bringing them in before it. But um, <laughs> sure, but before he was t- saying about like if the travellers were on the pitch and they were available to play. Wouldn't that be doing things over the counter to have them playing for you if, if needs be? 
Yeah. Sean O'Halloran, didn't he? Ah, yeah, but you're back there mentally you could play away because the whole fellas, like now that couldn't happen because everyone knows everyone else. Yeah. Like back in that time, you could, fellas, so there, was a, there was a lot of clubs, like uh, Cushing wasn't the only one, there was a lot of clubs in the world playing well, league. The, the, the reality like, was a lot of it was survival. Yeah, yeah, it's for survival. You, you might have 14 lads and you've gone to a match and in Wednesday, yeah, you yeah. might have two yeah. cars and you've 14 yeah. guys, you're not going to make a journey <laughs> no, no. and you're going to pick up something on the road and no. play them away. So illegal was kind of a bit strong of a word to be used, so, wasn't it? Yeah. Back I was just uh, wondering, say, before we came on here about Tom, and there was a, a story goes about they were playing Kilanina down in, in Tulla in a minor. And the uh, minor at that time, I suppose, back in the 60s, was you know, you, you played the first round, and if it was beaten, and then there was a, they had a kind of a losers, minor losers. But I suppose Tom uh, thought he had a fairly good team anyway, playing Kilnane, but Kilnane turned him over, over in Tulla. And he was he was very downhearted over it. And um, I someone said to Tom, sure, uh, Kilnane probably had half the Galway team, minor team. Mm-hmm. And Tom said, maybe they should only have half him because we had other half. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. <laughs> no, he, 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 he carried himself, as I said, he, he carried himself well. He, he probably finished up with his involvement really with Christine probably in the late 70s yes. early 80s like mm-hmm. everything else at that stage he was pushing he was in his late 50s he'd 40 years service and a new group of people were coming in yeah, yeah, that yeah, wanted yeah. to bring the club further in a new direction he just he said involved he, he was president of the club since I suppose the guts of the last 20 years um, he, he, he was a, it was like the talking house people came from all over the country to talk to them and, uh, it would have been fantastic if people if, you, if all these stories have been recri- uh, recorded, recorded yeah. now, perhaps you might sure bring a few of them to the forecourse as well. Yeah. <laughs> but as I said to you earlier, that it was how he told the story as much as... There was one of the... The, the, the last stories was um, he was a silent car caller and like everything else, he was pushing... He would be 95 in April and there was a girl came in, a shropless came into cut his toenails, something menial that, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and uh, he was in pain because the pain had just hit him. Yeah, yeah, and his yeah. bodily pain, he was yeah. in the last throes of life, as I said. But she came in anyway and she did his toenails. And um, his cousin, Michael McNamara, Michael from Mirog, yeah, yeah, yeah. was calling to see him. And was the girl into cut your nails to Lord Jesus, she was in. How would it go? <laughs> I know she cut my toes. She knows she had enough machinery, she castrated a bull cat. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Everyone said that, you know, he was a great character. And a, a great but he worked, he worked very hard. I mean, yeah. Yeah. He, as I said to you, money was not his god. He just wanted to work. And after what it was, he wanted to talk to people. And for a guy that was considered, like he was in his prime, he was a powerfully built man. man yeah, he, he was a big he, man. He, was. He, he said, he said the, the perfect hurler would have been an army man with discipline. That was as big as myself and as strong as Jerry O'Connell, <laughs> the weightlifter. Yeah, yeah. Just that time, he just had a turn of wit. Um, they, in, people called to his house just to chat to him. A lot of it was, as I said, it was. He wanted he for a guy that was supposedly a strong man. He was actually a very emotional man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. he just like he could, if he thought if a friend, the worst he ever wanted to hear. He hated to hear someone from his generation had gone to their eternal reward. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. he wasn't. Uh, he, I don't think he was ever afraid of the next world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he didn't want to leave the world we were in. 
Yeah, um, Tommy O'Donnell was telling me one time about it, the way they, and of course it's quoted here as well, they, they used to have, going to mass, uh, 11 o'clock mass in Cochin, and a big gang of them would come, come early and go in and have a, have, a, have a chat with Tom before mass inside the, yes. in the kitchen. Uh, and uh, a group from, and um, uh, sometimes Tommy said that um, the chat would be going so well that by the time then we go to mess, the people will be coming out from mess. Oh yeah, and uh, <laughs> as if Father Neil was given the did this uh, service, and uh, Tom's biggest failing was that um, in his in he his hearing went. Yeah, yeah, right. and that was difficult for Tom mm. because you had to shout at Tom, yeah. and he had to shout back at you, Mm-mm. and he Father Neil said at the mess that um, he always knew when Tom always went in. The left to right upper balconies in Christine Church. Yeah, yeah, he never yeah, went yeah. into the main fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, he always knew when Tom was there, because he hear Tom talking down. And sometimes he often wasn't that he wasn't that complimentary about the sermon, but you hear Tom telling him. <laughs> and Tom, Tom had to go up to the hospital, in the, the Garby Clinic. He, he got a he got a bout the the thing that bothers us all, oh, oh, yeah. cancer. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. He survived it away. He was tough, and he someone said to him. He did be first off it was in his right ear, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. And he got a bit of a cut out, they could cut a bit out of an apple pie. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, we got we all caught a seam after they said, um, Tom, how would it go? Lord Jesus Christ Almighty he said, Look what they did to my ear. If I got Jerry if I got if I got Jerry Connell with a thumb hammer, he'd do a better job. And then he said, How was the hospital? No wonder the health service was in trouble. I went in the door of the Galway Clinic and there was a 50,000 euro piano playing itself. How would the, how would the country survive? Uh, I, just yeah. bring, I just bring that bit of alliteration for Tom. Just, he was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so he, he, he was a marvellous character. And uh, I suppose there's a story about um, Dan Broadford in the Championship in Tulla. And uh, that time in the 60s, you'd line up and you'd, you'd hold the hurdle, you see. And uh, he was not conceived in March. And just as they were lining up to, to hold the holidays, he gave Stephen some bit of a clip across the toilet. <coughs> yeah. Stephen said to him, uh, take it handy, Tom, the match is not the toilet. Oh, he said, when I see it on the church champion and toss the evening, that's when I start. Oh, that, <laughs> he, he, he had a habit of saying that to everyone. That, that story's gone around Rowan everywhere. But he, <laughs> it, it, was, it, was one, it was one line as he had. But he, like he said, he loved conversing with the older. Like one, one of the happiest times he had was we were in a Munster, when we Christina, we were in a Munster club final in 11. And I think it was the semi final. I brought him down to the two games. We were playing Carrie Tuchel and Parky Creeve. And I brought him down. And the way back then, he called into O'Neill's Bar in your market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just happened. There was a few pudding. And I'm not sure. I don't think Penny Mac was there. There was pudding two or three more. Like, he yeah. was like a new child. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like a 20-year-old yeah. again. And there yeah. were... T- Tom had no interest in Christine being had just reached the Munster Club final. Yeah, yeah. He was back talking about yeah. the sixties and seventies and what the, the who yeah. they killed and who they didn't kill <laughs> and what they should have won and what they didn't win. You know, but that 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 for him was um, his life. Yeah, uh, another story goes about uh, ninety eight was the Munster final the replay when we had the all the hest with Watford and. and he, he, I think he was travelling with um, with uh, what's called the Galway Centre Field men, Steve, Steve Mahan. Steve, great friends. Yeah, yeah, and they went on down by Killaloo and to, to, onto Torlis and of course way back, called back to, into into Bugglers and are going down the way back. And of course all the chat was about Brian Lawton got sent off that day mm. and um, and uh, Colin Lynch and all the controversy and Colin Lynch was a lot of going on the steps and after the match in the middle of the field. But 
But we're all Chetnet bugglers anyway, and they said, we're going to let's go there. So I turned around to Tom and he said, uh, well, Tom, how did you think of it? And he said, sure. I often see a lot more Jocelyn coming out of second mess and cushy. Yeah, he, <laughs> he not, I'm, uh, he, when Nan said that around that time, he, he says, I don't know how I met that Nan. And I never told him, I will, when I meet that man, I'll give him a piece of my mind. But, uh, no, just, as I said to you, he, he, as, as he got older, I suppose, like everything else, he started just keeping his own company. His friends came to him. Yeah. Uh, he went to he went to matches, but with the ice, with not necessarily the eyesight. When the hearing was declining, yeah, yeah, he, he, and like a lot of things too, he was he was pushing into his day. Yeah, yeah. It was a task to yeah, yeah. go yeah. to him. He was still working though. Yeah, yeah, into yeah, his eighties, yeah. he was still doing small jobs for people that were with him. Like I talked to people that he he built their house in the sixties and in the fifties and everything like that. So. He was one of those people that, that give a lifetime of service to the community in yeah, yeah. sport. Mm. Um, Michael, I suppose, um, we'll, 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 we'll uh, say rest in peace for Tom. And um, uh, he was a great character and a lot of people uh, liked him and lo- loved meeting him. So, um, Another man died up, uh, uh, Michael, recently as well. Um, another, we're, I think we're, 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 our own program is, is, is designated to people. Our, our, our IP sponsor. Passing pass pass away today. Yeah, um, big time. Um, um, Don O'Brady passed away as well. You would have been there on the, on, the, on the paper on him as well. Michael. Yeah, I, I knew Don. He, um, he used to come, not as well, obviously, as many of us, but uh, I, knew the, I know the, the O'Connor family in trouble quite well. Um, knew him when he was in his later life. He used to work... He, I mean, the storied life was only from talking to his nephew, Michael, that he gave me a lot of information yeah, I knew yeah. nothing about him. And yeah, uh, yeah. Mm. he was a magnificent centre-back. His career was short, but it was telling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, like he, his family, as you see with the photographs there, three, his three nephews played with Claire. His grand-nephew yeah, yeah. won't learn with Claire. Yeah, yeah, and by yeah. the look of his, his great-grand-nephew won't be far away from yeah, Claire Jersey in 10 or 12 years' yeah, time. Yeah. But he was a colourful character. Exactly, and, yeah, yeah. and he was he helped work... He worked in O'Connor Engineering for a number of years when he retired from. Yeah, so I was on the on the Rockers team that won the the, the Rockers, and then and then was on the fifty five team, the famous fifty five team that was beaten by Limerick after they beaten Cork and Tip. Uh, he he started to give up his. I think he more or less gave up hurling in Clare after he moved to yeah. Dublin and won a couple yeah. of championships with Fogs. He also played with the mental hospital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. As well, for he 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 became he qualified as a mental nurse, but yeah, yeah, yeah. As he said to him, some days he said. He said to me one day, he said, I think I'm, I'm, not really, I'm not really good at being a nurse. I might be a better patient, he said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Michael, um, you're going down to the board, and um, we'll, I suppose we'll, we'll talk for a few minutes about the, the, the house in Innes. Uh, it was a great success. Uh, nearly nearly 15,000 tickets sold. Yes, after the, house, after the house in the Hinch was done, the county board decided that it might be worthwhile investigating doing another one yeah. there was a possibility we thought we'd do another house in the hinge but it wasn't available so they moved into to got a house in oakley wood and it was superb it was a hard sell yeah, there was yeah. a lot more work and especially after doing one you're mm-hmm. always apprehensive to doing one fundraiser mm-hmm. the second one has to be better yeah, because yeah. straight away if it's, if, if it's only the same people say to you well that didn't really work even though you still brought in money now the, the figures are there the 14,798 tickets it was tr- roughly three to three thousand three thirty three hundred more than the, the Hinch one 
and costs were higher. I suppose you had to push it harder. But we've come out with seven, just over 700,000 of a profit. Profit from the board. And, yeah. and more importantly, it worked. Yeah, and the clubs that have... Uh, were, the were clubs, them, got, yeah. Like a lot of clubs, like of as well. three or four clubs, uh, Aerog and Bearfield probably I may have pushed into five figures. Uh, there was draws as well for clubs that sold a particular amount of physical tickets. Cool Mean, for example, brought won 5,000 euro, a small junior club, club yeah. a person in America that pushed that hard. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Um, But again, like an awful thing, it's, it's a hard sell. The way the GA is going at the moment, you could do a draw at the moment, or you could do a fundraiser bringing 100,000, and it's a drop in the ocean. Yes, yes, yes. Really, the GA is becoming... A professional outfit yeah, being yeah, run yeah. by amateurs. Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. Everything, anything you're doing now, you're talking millions yeah, to yeah, do anything yeah. to build it. Yeah. And with the money we brought in, it's about one point one seven, or maybe pushing close to maybe one point two million from the two draws. But if you don't put that into a project soon, that's sitting yeah. in a bank the, every day. Yeah, the expense expenses are going right. up. As someone said to me recently. It's now two thousand euro per square meter, meter to build a house. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So consider that now. And we've a lot of work to do. I mean, a lot of work has been done by the executive in the last two years. Yes, yeah, but yeah. a lot of it's more putting things in place. Now the people are in place and plans are in place. Yeah. You now have to go find the money. I yeah. know there's, there's funds there from Munster, and you can apply for sports capital. The minister of sport, junior minister of sport, was down yesterday. You're talking to him. But again, I work in the county GA centre, and that facility, which is one of the best in the world probably costs 15 million euro to put in place that, yes, and, yeah. the, and the dome which everyone talks about was only one fifth of that yeah, so yeah. it's really really it's, it's, it's a lot of work done but um, we'll probably, there's work to be done in I suppose Belly Line uh, Carhalone is the centrepiece one um, Clark, the Cusy Park you'll always I think as Sean Harden here let's discuss here you can never stand still. You can never stand still. You have to be still. Yeah, yeah. And people want more. The teams want more. The cost of everything. Yeah. Like three or four years ago, you could get meals for teams for seven euro. Yeah, yeah. Now yeah. it's twelve. It is, yeah, that yeah. doesn't mean your income is doubled. No. It means the price is doubled. Doubled. Yeah, yeah. yeah and you're yeah. you're haggling now over fifty cent, or six or seven years ago, <laughs> yeah, it you didn't really bother yeah, you. Yeah. The cost of buses, the cost of accommodation. If you were to go away for. A, Two nights mm-hmm. away for a team if you're travelling, you know, change of 10,000. Okay, oh, that's serious money, isn't it? Yeah, food, feed them three or four times yeah, the bus, yeah, yeah. um, physios, um, everything you want to consider, yeah. analysis, uh, the accommodation, and the hotels have no mercy. No, 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 that's, no. they put out a price, and if you don't want it, someone no, else will come along, along and take it. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, no, we're, we're, it's a good place. I mean, a lot of good, great work was done by people in the past, but you just have to move on and move it to the next level. So, as I said to you, the money's there now, the, now the work is to start. Whatever the next fundraiser be, we don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. The chairman might decide to find another house, and you might find a house in Scarif as well. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, yeah, you could move it out down. Maybe down Killaloo area. Oh, yes. Down, uh, Scarif, looking out sure, over the... Sure. the, the, the uh, uh, Former principal Mount Shannon now might be able to find us something very handy. <laughs> Maybe. And if you Maybe. slip a few little notes under the table there, Tim, you would know what he could do for you. I put it over the table. Over, oh, <laughs> you're very, very straight. Very, How are they treating you in Galway? Uh, we're fine. We're still, I'm still the boss up there anyway. We're doing, the very, we're doing, we're doing very well. We, we don't get as many clear students now it's gone very parochial now to our level because Galway students go to Galway Limerick go to Limerick Cork yeah, yeah. go to Cork that, yeah. years ago like years yeah. ago we would get it's not that we're not getting 
We're still getting the same amount of Clare students, mm. but the sporting students are going down to UL. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, it's only 20 minutes down the road. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But what yeah. about the ones in North Clare? Um, there's not many up there to begin with, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and some might go to Galway. But in terms of sporting students, mm. but again, we're getting the the, the Galway standard underage hurling football is frightening. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I I cannot understand how Galway are not winning yeah. multiple All Irelands in hurling and football because they have the ability, they have the players, they yeah. have greater numbers. Like Clare box, yeah. boxing above our station we've 22 23 clubs mm. in reality between amalgamations when i was born on secretary many many years ago there was 31 underage clubs oh, i think it's down to 22 23 now because scarf was always t- yeah, separate fikinena anikinamona midswadai krishin tower you've lost six or seven clubs there very quickly but yeah, yeah, yeah. At, like god we know we're 43 active hurling clubs oh, and we're yeah. we're just over half that yeah 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 so, Michael, uh, our time is up, really, and um, thanks, thanks very much Michael. for thanks for uh, very much for coming in today. To it's my first Day time in Scarif ever. And we'll uh, get, would you believe that? Would we'll, you? Get you, we'll get you back again to Scarif sometime. No problem. Yeah, thanks, Michael. Thanks, Michael.